Connecting with our community live from Melbourne Girls Grammar School, Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to MGGS Live on Live FM. Hello everyone, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar, South Yarra, you're listening to MGGS Live on Live FM. This is the Diary of a Border. My name is Vanessa, my co-host today is... Sharia. And today we have our very own very own head of boarding joining us, Amanda. Hello. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you. (laughs) So could you give us a brief introduction about yourself, your background? Sure. Um, Many, many years ago, I trained as a primary school teacher Mm -hmm. um, and then did various roles overseas, working with young people on the autistic spectrum. And then I, when I started having my own children, a friend of mine was working in boarding and she just randomly said, why don't you come to the boarding house and do a shift? And so I did. And it was so cool because I have three sons and the boarding house was girls. And it was so much cooler because they're, Dunas were really cool colours and flowers and things, and I was just used to stripes and trucks and balls. Yep. So, um, yeah, it was really cool, and I just got the bug from that first night and thought, this is where I want to be. Yeah, nice. Um, well, since you're here in MGGS now, like working in a boarding house, so can you walk us through like a day in a life of like the head of boarding? Okay, what I say to people is no two days are the same. So we respond. I might have a a schedule of what I'm about to get through, but if I have a call from a distressed parent or I have a student that comes back and they're either sick or not feeling great, I have to jump to that straight away. So it's not, there's not a typical day. Um, They're all different and it's really working on the the thing that's most important to work on. And that's why I like it because routine is not my thing. I don't like, I couldn't, I couldn't stand doing the same thing every day. Um, That's why boarding suits me because I'm good at managing little things that pop up. Well, talking about like borders problem. Well, I have a question, like how do you deal with new borders when they are like homesick? Okay. Well, the biggest thing to do is to distract them. So um, in a nice way. So let people cry because crying's just showing that you're sad and that's totally fine. But then rather than sort of get them to sit in that sadness, we might say, hey, do you want to go with another couple of girls and go for a walk? Or do you want to do some colouring in? Or um, I try and tell them funny stories just to get them laughing. And yeah, really distract because if you're lonely and you're homesick, it doesn't go too well. So try and get them involved in things. What's the worst case with like homesickness have you dealt with? Well, this is kind of a sad story. Yeah. It's not, well, it's, it's, so when I was working in New Zealand, um, I was working in a city in the bottom of the South Island and we had a new boarder and she was really, really homesick. And so I was just sitting with her in her room with her other friends and quite often I'll use things around them just to sort of get them out of their sadness. So I saw a picture of a horse on her um, bedside table and I went, oh, darling, that's super cute. Is that your horse? And she went, it was. He died last year. And I went, oh, I'm really sorry. And she got even more upset. And I'm thinking, this is not going well. So I saw another picture of um, 
her, well, she was looked like a bridesmaid. And I went, oh, wow, you were a bridesmaid. Is that, is that, who's that? And she went, oh, that's my auntie. And I said, oh, so you were her bridesmaid. And she went, yeah, but she, she also died in the Christchurch earthquakes. And I was just oh, like, no. I am not pointing at anything more on her <laughs> desk. So it was usually those little tricks work. But in that case, I chose two things that actually brought her more sadness. So, um, yeah. Oh, it wasn't no. such a successful one, that one. <laughs> but she stayed in boarding and she graduated and she was fine. Yeah. Um, do you, would you say like forming a bond with the boarders in the boarding house is like the best part about being the head of boarding? Absolutely. Um, I think it all stems from, and this is not just me, but I think all of the staff that work in boarding is that we do it because we love it and we yeah. care. And, you know, we're interested in the things that you guys achieve and we're interested in your families and, you know, um, it brings us so much joy when, you know, you come back and you say, oh, Amanda, I got a 95% on this. And it's, it's like we're sort of living it as well. And I still have boarders who get in touch with me who are like 25 and they'll, if they're in Melbourne, they'll ring and say, oh, we're in Melbourne, come and have a coffee. So it's such a beautiful, like I feel really privileged to be part of so many motivated, amazing young women's lives. Mm. Well, you have been living like with many generations of boarders. Well, how do you feel like when the year 12 is about to leave? Like what, oh, what's your emotions? Really sad because we it's not only the boarders, it's their families. So we've met them right from when they're in either year seven, year eight or year nine. That's four, five or six years. And so, you know, we have a lot of contact not only with the border but with their families and it is super sad really, really sad because as much as the boarders say, oh, we'll come back and visit, some of them do, some of them don't. And so it might be sort of the last time that you see them for a very long time. So, mm. you know, I, I'm an emotional person. I, you know, I cry because it's super sad. Yeah, well, but I'm happy as well that they're moving on to do cool things. Um, well, do, what do you think like is the best age to like start boarding? I think it depends on the person. So um, if you at year seven are not particularly confident or have never been away from home and you, you know, can't manage yourself really well and you sort of rely on your parents for every or caregivers for everything mm -hmm. I don't think that's the right time to come um, if you are totally great um, year nine is a good time to start at our school because it's also quite a big intake in the day school so there's lots of other people starting at year nine but it really depends on the person mm. well on that note do you think boarding is beneficial for everyone Absolutely. Unless you're ridiculously home, like just cannot yeah. be without your family. But boarding teachers 
tolerance, respect, learning mm. to share, self-management. You know, we know, I know that boarders who go off into a university college mm. just seamlessly guide into that because they've done it all before. Mm. Whereas students who may go straight from home where family have done everything for them and then they go into a college, they're a little bit lost because they've never mm. had to really look after themselves. Yep. And it's the same when you go on overseas camps, boarders, yep are brilliant at rooming up with anyone and getting on with it, whereas people that haven't boarded, it's a whole new experience. So I think, yeah, no, there's so many amazing skills that you can learn. Yeah. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to MGGS Live on Live FM, live from Melbourne Girls Grammar, South Yarra. My name is Vanessa and my co-host today is... Sharia. And we have Amanda, the head of boarding, talking to us about her work in boarding. So Amanda, um, what is the hardest part about your job? The hardest part. Look, it's probably, and it's probably my own fault, that hours are quite long. So mm. someone said to me before I worked in boarding, it's a lifestyle and it is. And I do live on site, but I can do some pretty long hours. And if anything at the end of the day goes wrong, it's my responsibility. And mm. sometimes I do feel that I give all my energy to boarding and then I go home and I <laughs> flop mm. down on the couch and my own kids ask me something and I'm like, no. <laughs> so they sort of get the tired Amanda. Um, but they're used to it because I've worked in boarding for almost 20 years. So, wow. yeah, but yeah. It's, it's all or nothing, but I like the all. Yeah, that's good. Do you think it's a bit weird to live on campus? No, I've done it before. Um, I love it. Like, it's really yeah. good. It's, it means that I, I probably, the only time I relax is in the holidays when I can turn my phone off mm. because I'm always <laughs> on that little alert in case my phone goes. But I'm used to it. It's not. And look at where we live it's pretty amazing yeah. so yeah no I love it no well well talking about how you keep your phone like all day like do you usually receive phone calls from like the borders while they at school not at school um but in the evening it could be from a staff member who has you know asked for my advice or fed back something where I need to go over to the boarding house in the weekend often from students saying oh can I extend my leave or I forgot to put my leave in or is it okay if I do this and then I will get back in touch with um the duty staff as well yeah. so really for after hours it's emergencies only mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, here comes a juicy question, Amanda. Mm. Have you got favourites in of boarding house? Of course I haven't, oh Vanessa. <laughs> Don't tell me who it is if, if it's not me. No. <laughs> but do you know people always say that and I say there are people that you click with more mm. but they are the ones that make the effort to connect with you. So mm. if anybody wants to come in and banter and chat, I am all up for that. But some people want their boarding experience to be coming in, um, you know, doing what they have to do and going to school and that's it. Others mm. really want to connect with you. So it's not about favourites. It's just about the people that choose to spend more time with you. Yeah. That's a great answer. Well, so what are like the usual activities like you plan for boarders on weekends if they're not going back home? 
We try and do a variety. So we will ask boarders what they want to do and popular things are things like um, anything related to food, like yoti trips, making Mm. homemade pizzas, going out for dinner, all those sorts of things. We just started last year doing reformer Pilates and that is super popular. Because Did you do it, Vanessa? I don't, but I do it outside. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, So things, um, you know, new fads and things like yoga, Pilates. What else are we doing? Oh, this weekend we uh, make it. So we mix it between an outing or an event or something crafty. So one of our staff is making mini terrariums, which are those wee, you know, little glass things with plants in them. So a whole variety. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah, They were making pizzas last week. Mm. Yeah. I was unfortunately in COVID isolation, but oh, it would have been Nessa. fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what is your honest thoughts about boarding food? Because I feel like everyone has, a, like every boarder has a strong opinion on that. Yeah, they do. And I have to say that being a mum and having to cook for people the, the kitchen do a really good job because they give variety. And even if you don't are not particularly interested in the main course, there's always salads and bits mm. and bobs that you can make something nice. And, I mean, come on, there's parmesan, there's olives, there's little mm. things that you can make. There was salmon today. It's not like they're yeah. serving you a big bowl of goulash and a dry <laughs> bit of bread. It's actually really good food. It You know, it's never going to be home cooking as in mm. what your parents make, but it is pretty good food. Well, how would you deal with like new boarders who cannot like eat the food from a boarding house? Mm. Well, we have um, situations like that. So um, we meet with the kitchen and we talk about what that particular student can and can't eat and likes to eat. And they're really good at adapting and making things that the student can eat. Yeah. So, um, Amanda, could you tell us your favourite part about working and boarding, like in general? I have amazing staff. Like the staff are so incredible and positive and inspirational and funny. Mm. Like I love laughing. And I think that that creates an environment where you guys have a really lovely time. And, you know, I just – it's just a positive – um, it just gives me energy because you guys are so positive and motivated and I love that. Like I, I actually, I know this is super cheesy, but I really love my job. Like I go home and I'm like, I have the coolest job in the world um, because I like young people and yeah. um, I think I relate well to them. Yeah, you well, do. <laughs> That's so in contrast. Do you have like any least favorite thing yeah. about your job? Um, oh, yes, I do actually. Credit oh. card reconciliation. So um, that is, I've never liked maths, not that I have to do maths, but it's the most mathsy part of the role. It's when people spend on the credit card and I have to reconcile the receipts with the spreadsheet. And inevitably, if a staff member's used the credit card and hasn't got the receipt, that's quite um, stressful because... Mm. um, I have to provide receipts and if someone's forgotten to get one, you can tell when I'm doing the credit card because people kind of go, pardon, and I'm a little bit terse because that's my <laughs> least favourite part of the job. Yeah. Well, 
Do you hate like the rebellious kids in the boarding house? No, I don't call them rebellious. I call them spirited. <laughs> and um, by year 11, they've all kind of evened out. Like it's really funny. And, and often they'll say, oh, I was horrible in year nine. And I'm like, yeah, you were worse in year 10, but now you're pretty cool. So um, no, I don't, not at all. It's, um, you know, everyone's doing their thing and they do get better by year 12 you'll notice that Vanessa that mm. you know your whole year group it's a different feel isn't it everyone's yeah, just kind of calmed down grown yeah, out of the yeah phase. little yeah totally and everyone just appreciates people for who they are yeah yeah so Amanda we know you love celebrations and you <laughs> hold a lot of celebrations like in the boarding house throughout the year what's your favorite like little dinner like theme dinners <sighs> well I actually have to say I really loved Valentine's Day. Oh, I, I love that. That was as well. so cute. <laughs> so what we did is we made um, everyone made a card for someone else and just the creativity and the cards from your secret admirer sitting on the table were amazing. Mm. I loved our little idea of leaving a wee teddy on everyone's oh, bed. Oh, I love that so <gasps> And sit with a wee love heart and sending a message. And then when um, we drew the the prize out for who had named the big oh, bear yeah. <laughs> m's face she just she yeah. couldn't remember what she'd named yeah the bear. she didn't remember and then when she worked out she'd won it she was just like yeah. like that and just the excitement so that was super cool and all the yeah. chocolates and yeah yummy things it just had a nice a nice kind of feel in the bordeaux that night didn't it yeah yeah well did you receive a valentine's card from anyone from the borders last week who, oh. who didn't? Did you receive you. a card? <laughs> no. Oh, oh did you no. receive a card from your Valentine? <laughs> My Valentine. <laughs> Actually, funnily enough, the week before is our wedding anniversary. Yeah. And that is when we celebrate. So on the 7th of February, I was very spoiled with a huge bunch of flowers and yeah, then 12 roses. Oh, <laughs> In your office. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you so much, Amanda. That's all we have time for today. Um, it's been great pleasure hearing yeah. from you because you're very passionate about boarding. Yeah, yeah. I am. Just want to say thank you for being the boarding house mum. And thank you for being such amazing parts of that boarding house. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, live from Melbourne Girls Grandma, South Yarra, you've been listening to MGDS Live on Life FM. I'm Vanessa. And Sharia. And thank you, Amanda. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah.